Hi friends, this is episode 10 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm so appreciative of the support many of you have shown for this new podcast. It means so much to me. I want to thank you for subscribing, for those of you who have left a review, and for sharing it on social media. Today, we are talking about the importance of water baptism. The story is told of a new pastor who had just began serving in a congregation, and for his first eight Sundays in a row, he preached about the topic of water baptism. Well, finally, the chairman of the elders committee approached the pastor and said, you know, pastor, after eight Sundays in a row, I think we all get the point about water baptism. So if it's okay with you, I'd like to pick your text for next Sunday's sermon. The pastor said, no problem. And the elder gave him the passage of scripture from Genesis chapter one, verse one. The elder thought there was no way the pastor could preach on baptism from the very first verse in the Bible. Well, the next Sunday, the pastor gets to the pulpit and he reads Genesis chapter one, verse one, which says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then the pastor added, the earth is two thirds water. Today's subject is water baptism. Well, I don't know about eight Sundays in a row, but there's no denying that the experience of being baptized in water is one of the most important ones in the life of a disciple. You know, just the other day I was on Facebook and if you're on Facebook, you know how that it shows you the memories, your pictures from the past and up popped a picture from seven years ago. It was a Sunday in which I'd baptized both of my daughters and it brought back to me these feelings of gratitude to the Lord, for what God is doing in the lives of my daughters and their own decision to follow Christ. Baptism declares our allegiance of Jesus. It is the public demonstration of our private faith in him. On occasion, I'll have someone come to my office and they'll say something like this, you know, pastor, I'm a Christian. I've given my life to Jesus, but I'm just so nervous about being up in front of people. And I'm not sure about being baptized on a Sunday. Would it be okay with you if I came in privately and maybe you could baptize me on a Thursday at say three o'clock in the afternoon? And I'll chuckle and respond to them. You're missing the whole point of water baptism. One of my favorite experiences of water baptism was a number of years ago here in California. We're on the uh, coast of California, and our church decided to have a public baptism at the beach. So on a Sunday afternoon, we all gathered at the beach, and it was a it was a hot summer day, and the beach was very crowded. And we got together and sang praise and worship to the Lord. And different ones were sharing their testimony of what Christ had done in their life. And people are standing around watching and listening to their stories. And of course, we got into the cool Pacific Ocean and had baptism there in public. It was the most public baptism I'd ever been a part of. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and 19, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, of course, this is the day of Pentecost when Peter preaches his first sermon and 3,000 people are saved. Peter says, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You see, water baptism is about giving our public testimony. It's often described as an outward sign of what God has done inside of our lives. You know, the term baptize is not a church term or a denominational term. Well, originally it was a Greek word, baptizo, which meant to dunk or to dip, plunge, submerge, or immerse. Originally, uh, the 
word had no religious connotation. Uh, rather, the word baptize was used to describe a ship that had sunk in battle or a piece of cloth that was maybe dipped in dye to change the color. Sometimes the word was used to refer to someone who had drowned or even a cup that was dipped into a pitcher of water to, to drink from. It was just a general term in nature until John the Baptist, the baptizer, comes along and he preached that people should repent of their sins because the kingdom of God was near. He would then baptize them as a sign of their commitment and their repentance. I believe that water baptism is God's will for every believer. It's a statement of faith saying that my old life is behind me and I'm now a new person in Christ. Baptism is the outward sign that identifies us with Christ. It's often been said that baptism is a lot like a wedding ring. It's the mark on the ground that draws a distinction between the past and the future. You know, when you put on a wedding ring, you're saying from this day forward. And I think baptism does the same thing. We're saying publicly to a crowd, Christ is in my heart. And from this day forward, I want everyone to know that I stand with Christ. It's important to note that baptism, the act of baptism does not save us. Rather, it announces our salvation. It's an individual decision, which leads to a public announcement. You know, the importance of baptism in the New Testament church can't be denied. There's at least 10 times in the book of Acts alone where baptism is mentioned. In fact, I'll leave in the show notes the references to those scripture verses, but baptism for us may seem like a small act, but in the New Testament church, it was not a small act. It was a decision that carried the consequences of identification with this church that was persecuted, that was hated. Even believers were put to death. To be baptized in water was to let everyone know that you were with this group of followers of Jesus, and it could carry along with it some significant consequences. I was reading a statement by M.R. Dehan. He put it this way, In the early days of the church, baptism was a declaration that the believer was definitely identifying himself with a group of people who were called Christians and were despised and hated. To be a Christian meant something. To identify yourself with those who were called Christians meant persecution, maybe death. It meant being ostracized from your family, shunned by your friends. And the one act which was the final declaration of this identification was baptism. It was a powerful moment in the life of that new believer to make this statement that I belong to Jesus. Well, today here in America, you and I aren't facing that kind of persecution. We can be baptized in our churches or even at the beach in a public baptism and probably not have these types of consequences and certainly not this type of persecution. But the physical act of baptism for you and I is no less important. We are stating publicly that we identify with Jesus. As we stand in the water waiting to be baptized, we symbolize Jesus dying on the cross. As we are lowered in the water, we're providing a visual demonstration that Jesus was buried in the tomb. And as we come up out of the water, We are picturing Jesus rising from the dead. And since you are personally being baptized, you're also saying, I died with Jesus Christ. I was buried with him. And now I'm raised with Christ to a brand new life. And it's my intention, my desire from this day forward to follow his leadership and to live for his glory. Today, my challenge for you is, have you been baptized? 
Have you taken that action to identify with Jesus and to go public with your faith? If you're a new believer, I encourage you to approach your pastor, go to your church, ask to be baptized in water. And then when you're baptized on that day, invite all of your family, all of your friends, all of your coworkers and neighbors so that you can publicly declare your allegiance to Jesus. And for those of us who have been baptized, today's challenge is that we would walk in the allegiance that we demonstrated in our own baptism. I want to thank you for joining me for today's episode. If this episode has been a blessing to you, if this podcast is helping you, I would sure encourage you to subscribe and leave a review so that we can expand the reach of the podcast. And be sure to download today's show notes at 5minutediscipleship.com backslash 10, the number 10. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.